Ladies and gentlemen, it's another day, another episode. This is a special Quickie Core Report Weekend Update Edition. Let's get right into it, ladies and gentlemen. It is August 1st, 2020, 8-1-2020. Listen, a lot of y'all aren't aware, haven't heard of, don't know anything about something that we've been very, very intent on observing and celebrating this year and we really want to bring it to the masses, and we want to do it correctly. So this is the official launch right here, Black August. Big shout-outs to all the people that have been aware of this. What up, fam? Big out to all the people that's aware of this whole situation, all of the people that know anything about Black August. And if you don't, here's your chance to learn, all right? Black August. This is a real... Celebration observation of revolutionary black power in America and the significance that the month of August holds within all of that, all right? It began as an observation of the deaths of John Jackson, George Jackson, Willie Christmas, James McClain, and Katari Golden. And they were all killed during the month of August in the riots and uprising in San Quentin during various intervals. John Jackson, John Jackson, excuse me, was killed. He set the, his killing set the whole thing off. He was killed in front of a courthouse in Marin County in California. You know it. All types of significant historical things happened in August. John Jackson was killed in front of Marin County Courthouse, which caused the brothers to go to jail. George Jackson was killed on August 21st in San Quentin in a riot, and. McGee, Khalil McGee, one of the few survivors of this whole entire incident, has been doing 47 years in solitary confinement. He was Angela Davis's co-defendant. 47 years in solitary confinement. All around this particular incident that happened in August 1970. These gentlemen became known as the Soledad Brothers. These gentlemen became historic in the lore of black freedom fighters. They black freedom fighters. They were killed and jailed for nothing other than their political stance and their strong political dissidence. Black August, we celebrate that. We celebrate resistance. You know what I'm saying? In February, February, Black History Month is a very sanitized, very washed down version of what we as black people are supposed to be proud of. We're supposed to be celebrating Marcus Garvey and Martin Luther King and a whole bunch of other people that are dead. But we don't never really talk about the people that currently are in the struggle or our contemporaries who really lost their lives unjustly. And we should be protesting for their lives just as much as we're protesting any of the most recent examples of police brutality. Again, these things have never stopped. These people have never stopped being heroes. They've never stopped being martyrs. So Black August is the month where we celebrate resistance. We celebrate our strength. You know what I'm saying? And this is where it started, all right? During this month of August, a lot of people over the years, I believe in the 70s, again, it started in the prisons. In the prisons, prisoners to observe these months of August, people who part who were part of the BLM and the Black Liberation Army and all of that. What they would do is fast. They would fast, they would train, they would read as much as they could possibly read, and they would observe and sit down and collect and discuss what their plans were moving forward to organize, to still resist, to keep up the resistance. It's not a reminisce thing. It's not a thing where we're going to sit down and just, you know, boo-hoo and ha-ha about this, that, and the third. No, 
We planning. We training. We working. Black August, yo. It's not Black History Month. It's not the shortest month of the year in the middle of the winter. It's August when it's hot. The pressure is on. What's going to happen? And historically, I'm about to talk about that in a second. Historically, it's been an extremely significant month for African Americans. But like I said, again, during this month of Black August, what we do, what we planning to do, what a lot of black communities across the country are planning to do is come together to study, study history, particularly the history of this Northern American empire that we are part of right here. This, these Americas, so to speak. We can go to South America, but let's talk about North America for a moment. This Northern American empire that we're a part of here, we need to grow and learn and understand the history of this place. Not only from the black history perspective or, oh, yeah, George Washington Carver made the peanuts and, you know what I'm saying, Booker T. Washington wrote this and W.E.B. Du Bois wrote that. Yeah, that's cool. We understand all of that. But right now, what we're talking about is celebrating, not celebrating, but understanding and delving deeper into the history of the place that we inhabit so that we can be more effective. That's what Black August is about. This is about work. This ain't no celebration. This ain't no party. This is not no bullshit. Black August is about work, putting in the sacrifice, putting in the time to really observe something. We're not celebrating Black History Month. We're observing Black August. Shout out to Mind Your Business for being the original originator, putting this all on our minds from, man, what, March. We've been talking about Black August. Listen, this is a very, very serious thing. This is not a joke. This is not... This is not walk around in Kente cloth. The only reason I got this diaspora mask here is because if we're going to buy anything this month, we're buying it for black people. And I'm tired of buying masks for $7 a pack at 7-Eleven. And my wife was like, nah, we're doing this. Of course we're doing it. It's done. Shout out to Diop. They made these masks. They're dope. Anyway, again, in August, in celebrating, not celebrating, studying and understanding the significance of our place in the North American empire, we have to be observant of the things that happened to us, the very significant things that have happened to us in the month of August. In the month of August, the first slaves were brought to Jamestown. In the month of August, the March on Washington took place. In the month of August, the Underground Railroad was established. During the month of August, Nat Turner and Gabriel Prosser, famous slave revolts, happened. In the month of August, the Watts riots took place. In the month of August, the move bombing in Philadelphia took place. In the month of August, George Jackson was killed in San Quentin Prison. All of this stuff happened in the month of August. During the entire month, we're going to take moments throughout the court report to drop these facts on y'all because, hey, I do the news every day, but let's not forget about the history in the past. The, the fact that I have a decent grasp on history in the past is what allows me to do the news, is what allows me to put the current events and the current happenings in the world in context. So that's how we moving with that. Again, birthdays significant during this month as well. Marcus Garvey, as my man Billy Ray just said earlier eloquently, was born this month. Listen, the chairman, the original chairman, Fred Hampton, chairman of the Black Panther Party in Chicago, Illinois, was born this month. During this month, we also had some transitions. W.E.B. Du Bois passed, you know what I mean? Mumia Abu-Jamal was sentenced. Well, actually, his execution was stayed in August of, I believe it was 88, after people protested all the way up to the Supreme Court in order to get him a new trial. All of these things happened in August, man. And like, yo, 
August is when black people love being black. We've been saying for years, man, February as Black History Month is whack. We've been saying that for years. I know I've been saying that. And every February has been whacker than the last one, you know, or the one before it. It's just like, come on, yo. This shit is a mockery. The worst kind of shit happens in February. Wasn't we doing impeachment in February and a whole bunch of other fuckery? Whatever it was, man, listen. Black August is what it's about, man. It's about cookouts. It's about getting outside and living your best life with your family. It's about being able to train and get yourself physically fit, get yourself ready, man. I tell you, during this whole entire month, what we're on, what we're about, is not just talking about our black resistance and so on and so forth, living it, being about it, man. So, yo, we're reading things. We're, we're, we, are, we are actively, I am actively reaching out to everybody that has ever gave this show a second of their time to come together with ideas, with suggested reading, anything like that. I am going to, in my best effort, get out here to read it, bring it to the people, discuss it in whatever way that we can, because it's going to take a united front to really put this resistance together. And we're going to have to be sharp. We're going to have to be sharp and still sharp and still. You know what I'm saying? We're going to make each other the best versions of ourselves. And we're going to start right now with observing black audience. You know what I mean? I'm loving it. I'm in the spirit. You know what I mean? If there was a greeting card I could buy for y'all motherfuckers, I would. You know what I'm saying? But all I can do is do this little podcast here. So like I said, that's what I'm going to do. And we're going to talk about this every day. We're going to keep it moving, moving forward. Training is a very important thing. Like, I have a couple of, I'm in my bag a little bit with my workouts, my bike rides and all of that. I have a couple of things that I want to drop as to all of the audience relating to that. We're going to move forward with that. We're going to talk about fasting, too. Fasting for me is is not necessarily just like the traditional, like, Ramadan, sun up to sun down fast. That's not necessarily what I think I'm I'm attempting. What I believe I'm going for is the fast from all refined products. And refined products mean shit that's white, all right? It's, it's kind of that simple. I know it sounds kind of racist, but no, it's real. Anything that's white, I'm not trying to ingest this summer or this month, should I say. I'm not dealing with white sugar. We're not dealing with white flour. We're not dealing with white rice. We're not dealing with anything that's been bleached and enriched and enhanced. We're not dealing with any artificial ingredients. What we want to do is refine our physical so the point where we're not, you know, as susceptible to these viruses and these, you know what I'm saying, prohibitive diseases. There you go. What's it called? The Daniel Fast? I'm, I'm with that. I'm really, I'm looking for more literature about that. If anybody out there has any more information about that. Like I said, if you listen to this, if you give this a moment of your time, let's just share all the information that this could potentially bring to so many people because, yo, I need to know a lot of shit too. I know if I ever told you something that you don't know, I'm definitely on the other end of that favor where I would like you to tell me something that I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So I'm really here like, yo, Black August is about us coming together. It's about us attempting to be our higher selves. Yo, I am a junkie for sugar. I love fucking gummy bears and you know, sugary juice drinks and all of that and extra syrup on the pancakes. But it's time to, you know, refine yourself, you know, take yourself into this next phase, into your life, into your season, into whatever the world is becoming post-COVID. You know what I mean? Another thing that we're talking about, buying black. 
purchasing things from as many black people in as many ways as possible. Yo, that's just all it's about. It's not hard, but it ain't that simple either. You have to go out of your way. You have to be intentional about it. You have to actually care. And you have to make those efforts to buy things that are also, again, going to suit your more refined lifestyle. So for what I'm going for, I definitely understand that it's not possible for me to, you know, buy every last bit of groceries that I can from black people. But the things that I can, I will. The places that I can patronize, I will patronize. You know what I'm saying? And that's all it's about. It's really people getting caught up in the absolutism of a lot of things. It's not that. It's just, yo, you just have to try. Just put that effort in and it will pay off. You know what I'm saying? You will start seeing the impact just in your own personal life. And then you'll begin to see what impact that has, what influence you really got on the community. Yo, like I mentioned earlier, reading, reading, reading. Yo, I want these books, man. I want these book lists. I want to get on top of this very, very intentionally this month. Like, it's no reason to not have the book club, the book list booming. That's important. Like, I mean, I'm a reader. I think it's very, very important to read. I know certain people aren't interested in reading that much. But guess what? I have some alternatives for those brothers. Yo, a guy who I linked up with recently Dr. Jared Ball, he's a professor at Morgan University. He's also a writer and a podcaster and a web content developer. This man website, imixwhatilike.org, is full of gems. He has an interview that I'm listening to today with Duraba Ben Wahad, who is a former political prisoner, former member of the Black Panther Party, Black Liberation Movement, the real BLM, not Black Lives Matter, BLM. Black Liberation Movement. Remember that. Black Liberation Movement. Not Black Lives Matter. That's cool and all. I know my life matters. We'll get into that on the core report during the week. Like I said, it's Black August. We're not fucking around, gang. I said I was going to come on here for 15, 20 minutes at the max. I'm at 14 minutes and 13 seconds right now. Again, reading. Fundamental, guys. Bike ride. Physical education, like I said, that's important too. This training piece, I'm riding this bike. Anybody, we're trying to get a bike ride together. We're trying to get a black August bike ride together. Let's get it organized, gang. I'm going to start putting the word out here. I got to use this social media tool a little bit more uh, adeptly, a little bit more deftly. I'm into that too. I don't have shit else to do right now. You know what I mean? I used to run a barbershop. That's over. That part of my life is done. This part of my life right here is just beginning. We're just getting started here. And Black August is a very opportune time to do it, man. I thank all of y'all for ever rocking with the gang, rocking with the show. I mean, just the spread of information, the opportunity to share information in the way that we do and the opportunity to even, you know, engage around it in the way that we do is something that I sorely needed throughout this whole entire COVID crisis that we all are dealing with. And I hope that it's helping everybody else get some info and know that there's other shit going on in the world besides millions of people getting infected and hundreds of thousands of people dying. Before I get out of here, you know I always got to give you a couple of little pieces of news. Though. I couldn't help it. I have, I just had them written down real quick, real, real quick, real quick. Listen, Twitter, all right? You remember they had the Twitter hack a couple of days ago. They found out who did the Twitter hack. 17-year-old dude in Tampa. Listen, they hit this man with 30 felony charges 
for doing all of this hacking. They say it was a cryptocurrency scam, et cetera, et cetera. I do not think he made that much money or even if he was out to make that much money. But you know what? He works for them now, I'm sure. Because hey, if you can hack into Twitter, yes, at 17, you, you hacked into Twitter at 17 and you got the whole world looking for you like that and they caught you? Nah, you work for them now. That's it. Your, your life is over. You like Neo or some shit. He's, he's been kidnapped into the Matrix, yo. That shit is nuts. Yo, like I said, before the news even gets too crazy over the weekend, which I'm sure it will, uh, Jared and Ivanka, look, they got caught out there. Like, don't let this slide. This These people made $4 million last year off of the financial records, uh, part according to the financial records of off of the Trump Hotel, that's not. If that's not illegal, I'm not sure we're in the right country. I'm not not quite sure we're in the right place. But don't let that shit slide under the radar, guys, because that shit is happening. Another ridiculous story that I definitely had to bring to y'all because the shit was just too much for me. I, I was mad I didn't do the news yesterday because I really wanted to give y'all this. Fam, in Oklahoma City. In jail in Oklahoma City, the inmate, one in, two inmates pulled one of the old Bugs Bunny cartoon joints and tied bed sheets together and escaped from the 12th floor of the Oklahoma City jail. Bruh, these people had a whole bed sheet rope made. What two of the inmates escaped? One of them got caught because he fell from the fucking fourth floor. The other one, who had the more serious charges, he's like got a murder beast type of domestic assault beef. You gotta be a real savage anyway to plot and escape from the 12th floor of the jail with bed sheet ropes. Like, yo, does that shit really work? Apparently, that shit really works, yo. That's that shit really happened. So I was like, man, I had to bring y'all that. That was too much for me. I that was too much of a laugh. I had to I had to just put that in the news rotation, bro. Last story, not a laugh, but still on the freedom tip. Yo, Grace, the young lady who I talked about earlier on the week during the podcast, uh, who was locked up in Detroit for failing to complete homework assignments during the pandemic online, and it was a part of her probation to do well in school or something like that. This girl is 15 years old part of her probation to do well in school, she'd been locked up since May during the pandemic, away from her family, all of that craziness. So after ProPublica published this story, it began to get a lot of media traction. She saw the judge once and the judge denied her, tried to say, yo, no, she's fine. She's doing good here. Bruh, no, people kept the pressure on. Finally, Grace is free. So shout out to Grace, man, freed up. That's not a real name. They protected her identity. I'm glad. I hope she can get on her life be a normal little girl, do some fun shit for the summer, man. I'm going to do some fun shit for this Saturday. I might get out here and ride this bike, do whatever I got to do. Man, I love all of y'all, man. The core report, you know the vibes. It's Black August. This is Black August. We talking about Black August every day. My Instagram feed is going to be obnoxiously Black Augusty. It's not even going to be a game. If you don't like that black shit, unfollow me right now because I'm not playing. Like, it's going to be some John Henry Clark quotes. It's going to be some Fred Hampton quotes. It's not going to be none of that dumb shit either. I'm not, I don't play those do your brand quotes, none of that bullshit. No, this is, feelings may be hurt. People may not like how I'm moving here. And I really, 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 really don't care. You know what I'm saying? It's time, man. Black August, Black Broadway, Core Report, 
You know the vibes, man. Enjoy y'all weekend, man. I love you all. Peace. Yes, yes.